Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, with another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, family, or guests come on the show and we kiki about whatever the topic is. Today, I have with me, he is a return guest. His name is Chip T from the Irresponsible Mentors. So Chip T, you want to go ahead and say what's up? Tell us tell us what's new in your life. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Man, it's your boy Chip T. I'm glad to be back on Kikin with Coco. Nothing going on, you know, just stuff happening. I uh, was glad that we had you on our show. Everybody loved it. Uh, on the last show, the Irresponsible Mentors, I think it was called, what, Peep, Skeet Pete? Peep, Skeet? Skeet, Skeet, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was something. It was something stupid. Yeah, it was something crazy, man. But we had a good time. I'm glad Sucking to be the back. Sucking the skeet out of Pete. <laughs> Sucking the skeet out of Pete. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Donnie said that, man. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was good to have you on the show. Um, I, hopefully, this one is a little bit more refined. Uh, I, I come on here, and uh, you're lucky we don't have the other two members of the Irresponsible Mentors because uh, we ain't trying to make your show ratchet. I know you got. You listeners. know what. They don't talk to black people after seven o'clock. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. I, I will say, you know what? I think I'm trying to take a new turn with the show, be a little bit more controversial. But when you talk to Tuck and, and nephew, let them know. <laughs> I said, fuck them. <laughs> where they at, though? Where they at, though? Oh, you know they're going to be like, well, y'all didn't get it. If they come with us and be like, y'all didn't try to get in contact. I called both of them Novembers. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I text them. You text them. I text I, them. <laughs> I didn't even say anything because I was sitting back in the cut. Like, are these Novembers going to text back? And then <laughs> we text me on the side. Like, obviously, I'm going to respond. I'm is like, nephew, I don't know. Is nephew still in uh, Thailand? No. Nah, he, uh, matter of fact, he in uh, Quantico up there, up north, northern Virginia right now. Hmm. So he's he stateside. So that's why I don't know. They both, hopefully, hey, if y'all did get arrested, let me know. I'll put something on your books. God bless. Tuck, Tuck, <laughs> I know Tuck seen my message. Ness might not have not, but Tuck seen it. So um, I'm going to his ass out. Yeah, he got his read receipts on. Well, you know, the message turned green because nephew not over there in Thailand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But Tuck yeah. got my message. Hey, you know, November's ain't, <laughs> so. <laughs> but you know what? We gonna digress. We gonna get into this episode and we start every episode off with the drink with Coco. Chip, you want to let us know what the, the drink with uh, Coco is this week? I am doing something light. Uh, just had my going away where I kept it sober, Sally. Um, but I am drinking mm. some, some um, it's it's a, a Asian tea. Uh, with some Tito's. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not a mix that y'all need to go out there and try. It's just something, you know, something light. I'm not trying to, you know, I got to be coherent for the show. I don't, you know, want to show up like some podcasters and, you know, be drunk on the, on the mic. So God bless. <laughs> well, I actually did look up a drink because I was drinking the uh, new pineapple passion fruit refresher at Starbucks. Mm. It made me think about this drink that we used to get all the time in England. And it's called a porn star martini. 
And so I will go ahead and, you know, post about that this week. And I chose this because it's, it's just legit good. You know what I'm saying? Like the bar we used to go to, I could walk to my ha- walk from my house to this bar. We could walk up and down the street and drink and get drunk and I could walk my ass back home. But what's the base? What's the base alcohol in there? Uh, vanilla vodka. Mm. So what is in it is it's really good. I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I see you reminiscing over there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a vanilla vodka, passion fruit liqueur, an ounce of passion fruit puree, lime juice. Y'all know I like my lime juice now. Some vanilla simple syrup. And then you want to get like a um, Prosecco or a sparkling wine and do a shot of that. And basically it's real good. And put you a little passion fruit, like cut your passion fruit in half and use that as the garnish. Mm. So it's a lot for this drink, but it's real good. But it sneak up on you? Yes, it do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones, like, because you're sitting on it, it tastes good. Next yeah. thing you know, you know, you two o'clock outside, running around with your shirt off, talking yeah. about talking about King Kong don't got shit on me. But that's neither. Like, one, time, <laughs> one time I was dog sitting, and my friends was like, let's go to the White Horse. I'm like, okay, cool. This is the bar down the street from my house. So I'm like, okay, cool. Me and the dog going to walk down there, because in Europe, people just, people, they let dogs in the bars and the restaurants, whatever mm-hmm. We in there, the dog chilling, we chilling, we having our porn star martinis, having a good old grand time. So I definitely recommend. You took the dog to the bar. So <laughs> <Joe> did. <laughs> come on, come on, dog. I don't know the dog name. Hey, that, that's that's how that's how I know you was in the Caucasus Mountains. Like, <laughs> let your ass try to go to Atlanta <laughs> or go to the Blue Flame with their fight over. They're going to be like, get this damn dog out of here. <laughs> I don't think they'll let you in there if you had somebody that had on some eyeglasses. <laughs> uh, they don't even let no damn service dog you trying to take Cool Joe into the blue flame. Oh, no, no. They gonna kick they your ass. Like, out. uh, girl, you gonna have to. No, you can't come in here. <laughs> you gonna have to go chain him up around back. Right. <laughs> He can't come here. Matter of fact, we need to do a business venture because <laughs> you know, you know how they say Tito's is vodka for dogs. We need mm-hmm. to start a bar that allows dogs. Exactly. <laughs> I give his ass a little, little, a little shot of you know something to keep him right. Some grandma, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. something like that. We sitting here talking about we drinking from three o'clock in the afternoon to two o'clock in the morning, having mm-hmm. a grand old time. <laughs> Yeah, I remember those days. I used to be able to get up and, and run the next day. <laughs> if I do that now, boy. I'm, I, I'm gonna you, I have done that and woke up the next day like, who told me? Who the hell told me to stay out drinking till 2 o'clock in the morning to have to be able to run at 6.45 in the morning? I don't know how we used to do it. Like I see them young kids do that now, and I now I know how the old heads used to look at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, man, if I try that, man, I'm gonna show up with some sunglasses, coffee, and Advil. That's all I got for you. Look, <laughs> like, look, I might, you know what? I might need to go just sit on the bike today. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got in me. Yeah, I just need to sweat this out. That's all I got in me. Yeah. But what topics? Oh, I'm interested in on the topics this week. You sent the lineup, and I love, like, because when we, I remember when we first started podcasting, right? Because me and you started around the same time, and just, man, we came a long way. Oh, they yeah. better. <laughs> we actually had show notes <laughs> you know yeah. we wanted to talk a hey, five minutes before show hey i just seen this on the news so uh I'm, I'm glad to see your growth i love listening to your show your different perspectives and stuff and then and you know what you keep your shows coming out every wednesday you know she ain't gonna miss a beat i i will say some sometimes it's tough i i would definitely say like it's not as eat like when I first started, I'm like, yeah, I'm just about to record and we gonna post these stuff, <laughs> and you know, we doing it. And then one day I asked somebody to come on the show, and they was like, "Well, do you have show notes?" I was like, "Show notes? Yeah, what are those? What's that?" So, nah, just not we can get on here and talk. Okay, so we not just gonna wing it. Oh, okay, okay. Let me let me get let me get my thoughts together. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I definitely appreciate my homeboy um Antonio Oquindo for coming on the show and you know and making me think like oh maybe I should send people the, the notes before we start so they can at least have an idea of what we're gonna talk about. You yeah, know? yeah, because it you know, especially catch somebody that's off guard and reserved and they didn't get to pre-vet the question and then now you got to go back and edit and man yeah. i used to hate editing shows when i wasn't it wasn't it wasn't even the guest that wasn't prepared mm-hmm. it was me that wasn't so the more yeah. preparation you get the more you know pre-advance mm-hmm. show notes you give and stuff that's less editing on the back end yeah. so you can get the episode out quicker so like yeah. i legit used to be editing for like so <laughs> long almost Quit podcasting because of editing. <laughs> now oh. I did quit the video because of editing. Video, video yeah. editing, that's a whole nother beast. Yeah, I tried it for like four shows, and I was like, uh, mm-hmm. "That's what they call the podcast." Like, come on. Now. I mean, I I did a lot of episodes that first season um, editing, but then when I realized like how many views I was getting versus how many listens I was getting, I was just like, "It's just not worth it." Yeah, they do not equate like no listen stuff like you can see that because like those numbers they they pump them out to I think I get them twice a week to see what's mm-hmm. and stuff what you need to promote but the views you look at that like man man people like if you just said I got a podcast and they look at your views like why the fuck you do a podcast like nobody ain't watching your stuff but you mm-hmm. should then show them listens like oh okay so yeah, yeah you know that's why it's a podcast but yeah I'm excited yeah. for this show and you know, I'm. Hey, you know what? I'm not gonna sit there and give you the political answers. I'm gonna give you the realness. Yes, that's a, and that's what I mean. Like when I say I'm trying to change up the the podcast or the delivery of the podcast is that I do feel like I've been trying to be very like just not controversial <laughs> in my responses, and I want to be more controversial because I feel like given my real perspective versus the politically correct perspective is just better. You know what? I want a little bit of, you know, Oprah and Cardi B from 
Just a mix, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Oprah, she can sit there. You know, she don't even do interviews no more. She just do them on Sundays, and you know, she put them out a month in advance, and you know, do all the spin up. And then Cardi B, oh, I love Cardi B. She's just so authentic. So you know, just a little mixture of both. Yeah, yeah, Cardi. I love me some Cardi B. I don't care what nobody said. I, love I seen her girl from Love and Hip Hop. To look now, look at her with all her Barties. Mm-hmm. Barty gang. <laughs> But so you know, me and Chip T done, you know, we did a little ch- Kiki Kim before we get into the real Kiki session. But before we get into that, you know, we after the drink with Coco, we run into the road word on the street. So this what I'm about to talk about is very controversial in the sense that it is talking about people's basics, basic rights. Um and Chitty, I don't know what your perspective is on that because I've tried to talk about this topic with other people and it's just like, yeah, that's not a good topic for me. But the conversation of abortion, I feel like it's a legit conversation that needs to happen. And today, it is Friday, June 24th, 2022. And the Roe versus Wade, it was a court decision about 43 years ago that basically said women had the right to have an abortion and it was basically like federal law that that was a thing. And today that that decision has been overruled and it is now within the state's power to determine whether a woman can get an abortion or not. And a lot of states Georgia included is one of those states that does not, it is a Republican state for the most part and doesn't believe women should be able to receive, be able to get abortions. So in Georgia, they, it's a six week rule that if after six weeks, you cannot get an abortion, but it was suspended because federal law says that women can get abortions. But now that that is no longer a thing, that can definitely be implemented as soon as possible. But it can also make it to where they make the decision to say women cannot get abortions at all in Georgia. I know a few states, Arkansas, I believe Texas are amongst the states that as soon as that um, decision was repealed, they said it's banned in this state. And so, um, Chip T, what what are your thoughts at this current moment about this decision? I mean, so you got to look at it. And I, I say you look at it from um, just different perspectives of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one, as a man, I don't ever think, for me, speaking for me, that a man should be able to tell a woman they should do with their body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, left, right, blue, or red. Uh, that's like a dangerous, slippery slope. Two, yeah. um, I knew this was going to happen because mm-hmm. it was leaked, right? So we yeah. are just waiting on it. Like, no legal reviews from the Supreme Court get leaked. So mm-hmm. this was leaked, and then obviously, you know, now here here we are, June 24th, uh, we're talking about it. Um, I think certain states uh, will not sit there and repeal it and you know, go back to it, obviously, your Democratic states, California and stuff, but your deep red states, like you said, your Texas, your Georgia, your Arkansas, like your southern states, 
they they wanted this to happen. So I look at it like well, you shouldn't tell women what to do, right? Mm-hmm. But all those states, if women really feel that they should not be told to do with their bodies, mm-hmm. and it's election season coming up in November, they should let that be known. Like yeah. I, I don't know what more like the Republicans, like all these like conservative people need to tell y'all because one, they don't want you to sit there and have a decision for your body. Uh, they're not doing equal housing for brown, black, colored people. They're just not doing a lot of stuff. And it's just another form of like oppression for like people. And then the crazy thing is too, I don't know if you looked at it, more like Caucasian women get more abortions because there's more Caucasian women in America. So I, I don't understand the premise behind it. I mean, just um, like there's more white people on welfare than black people. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't, So and, that, and that's what really bothers me, but the third thing I wanted to say too, I am like I won't vote for like if in this next election. Like, mm-hmm. I I know it sounds crazy. I, I probably won't vote. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I just won't because Joe Biden he ain't doing nothing. Like it's like he's not right doing now, nothing that that's, that matters. Yeah, because like he should put more justices in the Supreme Court to uh, like pack the court so this wouldn't happen. Like yeah, like why country, didn't he change that? Yeah, like why? Like there's something he could have did. He's like, I can't do executive orders. Like there, like I don't care. Like at least make me feel like you're doing something. You know what I mean? Like, like give it the college effort. Give it the college try. It's just like you let this happen, and then now what? Like he campaigned on the George Floyd police uh, bill. Still haven't seen that. Mm -hmm. He he campaigned to give more loans and stuff to minorities because during COVID, Wells Fargo, which has been proven, they stopped giving loans to black people and the number one wealth thing that you can get as a person in America is property. Like, yep. cause it grows in equity. Like I just bought a house. It's up 75,000 in a year. Like mm-hmm. you don't get that. Like you don't get that from mutual funds and, and stocks and RAs. You get that from owning land. So yeah, I, I just, yeah, I'm just I got, the whole system. Yeah. And yeah, um, I've made 30,000 off my, like my house has $30,000 in equity in it in one year. Yeah. And you wouldn't get that off of, a ten thousand dollar investment, like no. at the most, you probably would give is like a thousand if that, and that's with a ten percent return. I don't want to do math and stuff. I ain't gonna make your listeners listen to that, but it's just <laughs> that's the type of stuff like that that really does piss me off. Like women should be outraged. I think, I, I think because women are powerful. Like mm-hmm. you know, we were, uh, you, you know, four years ago or five, well, five and a half years ago, we were just on the cusp of having a woman president. Obviously, it was probably one of the worst women that you could pick because like she's trash. Uh, so. And I feel bad, like, because I thought Camilla would be able to come out and be, like, probably potential, like, knock out two birds with one stone, be the first minority mm-hmm. female president. But with her being associated with Joe, ah, man, nah. It's I'm, unfortunate. I'm, yeah, it is. Like, I, I just, that just sucked that you sit there and attach yourself with that. And then politically, like, she's done after this. Yeah. So what I will say is, I feel like, like, of course, what I'm about to say is not nothing that's new, but I think for me now, I'm starting to see what it really means when they say Christianity has been used as a a, um, a tool to restrict people or um, it's been used. Yeah, it's been used as a tool to, as a bad thing and not necessarily 
as a good thing. Like I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, but yeah. I feel like Christianity has been used as a weapon. And oh, yeah. in this instance specifically, I think that it's being used as a weapon because Republicans like to say we're we're Christian, we're you know, they like to be big on like faith and, you know, that they have morals based on the faith and all of this and that. But at the end of the day, you're using it as a tool to make people powerless, to to take power over other people. And this is what I feel like is happening. And then this like abortion is only the tip of the spear. There oh, yeah. is definitely more to come. Like interracial and maybe not so much interracial fresh out the gate but like definitely same-sex marriages mm. what, whatever is not a conservative view is under fire right now oh yeah like, like you said they they use religion to weaponize you know their political interests i mean they've yep. been doing that since slavery yep remember that like mm-hmm. like you might you're supposed to obey your master like it's just like come on now like and I, I get it. Like I, I grew up in a church and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I consider myself a religious person. And like, yeah, it. I remember back in the day. You know, growing up, the way that we did, being a homosexual, being gay, trans, whatever, that was frowned upon, right? But people evolve over time and stuff. Like I don't think the same way I think when I was fifteen at the age of thirty-five. Right. Like, over twenty years, I had growth. I've seen stuff. I've been around different cultures. I remember when I first went into the profession that we in. I've never seen an Asian person like talk to them really. You know, I grew up in Florida. The mm-hmm. Asians worked at the nail shops and at the Chinese spots. Yeah. They know too many of them, right? And, yeah. But now look at me. <laughs> 20 yeah. years later, I got two kids by an Asian woman, and then I love me some goddamn rice now. Uh, neither hit nor dead. I'm, that's probably racist. But <laughs> like I said, you, you evolve over time. So yeah. even when Obama first ran, you seen that he was against um, uh, same sex marriages and stuff. and being openly gay, serving in the military and all that stuff, but he evolved and stuff. So you can go back and look at people and be like, oh yeah, they used to do this, but did they evolve? Certain mm-hmm. stuff was the norm. It was normal to say that uh, <laughs> the bundle of sticks words, like uh, like the maggot, but replace it with the F. Everybody yeah. used to say that, that or yeah. stop me in the G-A-Y, you know, you know, suck my, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just stuff like that. That was part of our normal vocab oh. early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But now you involve, and I just feel like these people aren't evolving because they're sitting there going back to these old laws. But they're like, you're you're savior for the Republican Party, and he goes to a, a, a Christian conference and he's talking about all these Roe versus Wade and stuff. He is the farthest thing from a Christian that I ever seen in my life. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on now, like <laughs> if you love Donald Trump, you like his antics, cool. But one thing I can tell you, I don't see him being a Christian. I don't <laughs> even think the man went to church one time. That in the man life. is a heathen. Straight <laughs> uh, up heathen. That's what your grandma he used to say. He ain't the president no more, so I could say that shit. He like, ain't he he's a heathen. He sound like Ruth Beverly. That's what my grandma. <laughs> oh, 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 heathen. Oh, heathen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but man, I, I, women, man, y'all gotta, um, one, y'all gotta fight like hell in November to like hold these politicians accountable because that's crazy. I mean, some people like, well, it should, be, it should be the state's decision. I, I, I just think it should be federally protected. I, I really do. I do. I think it should be federally protected because when you put it in the state's hands, like 
there's no, the thing is, there's no standard operating procedure. And that's the point of it being federally, like a federal law is because you can't make your own rule about this one thing. Like you can't do something differently from what someone else is doing. Because I feel like, just like a lot of people are saying, it's not going to stop the abortions from happening. Hell no. It's going to keep, it's just going to make it more unsafe because- and it's a movie and I for the life of me cannot remember the name of this movie but I remember Demi Moore being in this movie and it basically like throughout the different time frames or different eras women who found themselves in situations where they needed to get abortions and Demi Moore's character specifically was one of those people that did a back alley um a back alley abortion and it did not turn out well for her you know what I'm saying? And I really, I'm gonna really find the name of this movie and I'm gonna post about it because um, it definitely highlights the different phases of what abortion in this country look like and how people have had to deal with it. And I personally have not had an abortion, but I have friends or know people who have had them. I have been there for those friends who have had them. And it is not a decision that comes lightly, regardless of the circumstances, whether it was an accident. I mean, if you get an abortion, I don't think it was meant to happen anyway. But, you know, whether you want to be a parent, whether you don't want to be a parent, like the 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 decision to have an abortion does not come by easy you know what I'm saying and so I definitely think that it should be that should be taken into consideration the concept of if I don't want this child why should you force me to come become a parent and I also think like this falls into the realm of like adoption things like that now adoption is great for the person who can't have a child or wants to be like let me take take in a child that's not mine and treat it as my own and give them a better life I think that is great on their behalf but it's not great on the parent the person that actually has to go through this pregnancy give up their make the decision to give up their child and then for whatever reason you know, they give up this child. And then whenever this child become of age and find out that they're adopted and whatever, they want to come looking for you and looking for answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like anybody should have to go through that. Like, you have decided to live your life a certain way, go on about your life a certain way. And now all of a sudden, somebody is at your doorstep talking about some, I think you're my mother. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that it's, I think to make somebody have to go through that is crazy. Now, if somebody comes to that decision on their own because they don't believe in abortion, that's one thing. But to be mandated to be like, you cannot have an abortion, so you're going to have this child and making the decision to be like, well, I'm not ready to be a parent or you know, maybe I can't afford to have no more children and so I have to give up give up this child. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's so many other second and third order effects from this decision that are not being taken into account. What about the disenfranchised individual who just don't have the money to be a parent? Now you forcing them to grow up in poverty, but you don't give a fuck because you saved this life. You saved this life, but now this life got to suffer because you, you made them come into existence. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100% agree with you because, I mean, having kids born into poverty just make more 
broke people. So, and, and funny tidbit when you talked about adoption, uh, I don't think I ever said that because it never came up on my show. Me and my wife both have adopted fathers. Oh, wow. And we turned out like obviously we were with our mother, but um, like our dad wasn't in our lives. And then somebody stepped up that ended up being with our moms and adopted both of us. And um, I can tell you this, not to toot my own horn, uh, we're doing very well. Uh, God bless. So um, I think adoption is, it does work good and stuff. Uh, me and my wife both were, and um, I don't know my father. I don't care to know him, or mm-hmm. talk to him. And, and funny thing about her, her dad didn't come around until about 26. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was just like, what's, what's the effort for it? You know what I mean? Like, you weren't what's around. Yeah, like, what's the point? Like, I don't need to fake love and all that stuff. And, and I get it. Like, sometimes men don't want to have children and stuff because they're not financially right. But you knew what it was when you lay down with that woman. So even with that, I still think it's the woman's decision. So if she wants to keep that kid, you need to step up and do what you need to do financially um, to help raise that kid. But um, obviously, if that woman doesn't want to have it and the man wants to have it, it's still not your body. It's not your choice. Yeah. So that's when it gets into a slippery slope. So just the Roe versus Wade thing, like it's big right now in the news and stuff. And it just seems like America, boy, we take fucking 10 steps back every year. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to be next. Like. I'm going to bet you right now they're going to legalize marijuana federally before they overturn this Roe Roe versus Wade again. Yeah. And it like, (laughs) honestly, it's a scary thought to think like if you can repeal a decision that has been in been in effect for half a almost half a decade, I mean, half a century. And what what else like what else can you try to repeal? And it basically happened over and in the same day, not even 24 hours later. Yeah, it, yeah. And those states were waiting to jump on that. Yeah, I mean, like they couldn't up. damn wait to be like, in effect, no more. In Texas, they talking about, if you drive somebody to get an abortion, they can sue you. Mm-hmm. Now, what? now I've, seen, I've seen states say that, um, you know, they're willing to be a safe haven for those women that that come to their states to receive the proper care in those instances. Um, at this age, I don't foresee myself having an abortion, but um, some unforeseen circumstances. I know in Il- Illinois abortion, and that's where I'm from, Illinois abortion is legal. I will be my ass at my mama's house. <laughs> but that's crazy. Like, like, you got the means to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Thank God you do. There's some people, uh, you said people are in poverty. How the hell do you think they're going to get over four or five states? One, to pay for the travel, pay for the hotel. Because it's not like, I, I mean, you're going to have to rest after getting an abortion. It's not like you go yeah. get it, hop on a plane. Like You just had a traumatic surgery, lost blood. Like There's a lot that goes with it. And it's like, I get these states intent to do it. But mm-hmm. like it's it's gonna be damn hard if it was almost hard for them to even come up with the money. And I think Planned Parenthood, like it, it's not that much for them to do it or whatever. They want like tax people, obviously, because they were Planned Parenthood is more than just abortion, it's women's health and all that checkups and all that stuff. So 
every time people, oh, I hate Planned Parenthood. It's just not an abortion clinic. That, that's no. Not when, that, no, it's not. It's, they, they do more than that. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just funny, man. Like, it, yeah, we just, man, this, this election year, like, Joe Biden got to do a lot to get reelected because mm-hmm. he might be the, he might be the first George Bush and not make it, you know, again. And the Republicans, like, I mean, they they feel like this was a a victory for them, which I'm pretty sure they are. They're probably toasting and cheering and stuff. But I just think Americans need to be outraged that the American government is allowing states to tell women what to do with their body. And that's, I'm, that's, that's I'm, simply what now, it is. Now I did want to be involved in like protest and stuff when it came to the Floyd um why can't George Floyd. yeah George Floyd situation but in this like in this specific instance like I mean George Floyd George Floyd directly um correlates to me as a bl- person of color a black woman but this is specifically like I just feel like it's always been my choice on whether I wanted to have a child or not or when I wanted to have a child and so now to know like I no longer have that freedom it's it's like nah I want to be a part of the change you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying like because what also can next be on the chopping block is contraception and con- contraception has been a part of my adult life. And so to not be able to be like, for my insurance to be like, I'm not going to pay for you to get contraceptive. You know, I'm not going to pay for you to get any contraceptive. It's just like, what? Yeah. So now, now, so you, now you really going to force me to get pregnant or just be abstinent. And who the hell want to be abstinent? Shit, man. After I know what the hell it feel like. Uh, only people that's absent I know is in jail and that's by choice <laughs> God bless uh, <laughs> and if you ain't then that's another conversation we need yeah, to talk about another conversation. yeah 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 we you know we ain't, we ain't diving deep on that today uh <laughs> so yeah I just think when they say they're not gonna pay for that and and I get it like I, I know for women and stuff like the toll that puts on your body I'm keenly aware of mm-hmm. it because you know we being open and honest, and that's why I love Kikin with Coco. Yeah. I, I'm at a, I'm at a crossroad where I gotta figure out if I gotta get a bisectomy, right? Because I don't want my wife putting that fucking poison in her body for so long and stuff. Yeah, it does have its benefits. Like uh, they got the one that controls acne and all that stuff, but some of them, I think, what's the one in your arm? The um, M- Nexplanar. Yeah, I know that can get cause weight gain. I know some mm-hmm. of the pills can cause blood clots and stuff. So imagine what I mean, hey women, I applaud y'all. I don't got that that um that uh that sound effect on, on my roadcaster right now. <laughs> uh, but I applaud y'all because every month y'all go through a week of hell and then y'all put that stuff in your body to make sure that you're being responsible and not just out there having kids, popping them off and going to get abortions and stuff. And now they're gonna tell y'all, hey, we're gonna stop y'all from having abortions and PS. We're not gonna pay for the contraception. Like what? Right. <laughs> Come on, like stop. What? That so, so my thoughts when I think about can't get an abortion, no contraception. Like, why don't we make male birth control more widely accessible or more like 
provide more data on what male contraceptives do. You know what I'm saying? Like at a certain point, like maybe there are men out here who know they don't want to be parents. Allow them to get vasectomies. You know what I'm saying? Because when it comes to like vasectomies and getting your tubes tied or whatever, they want to say you got to be a certain age. You got to have a certain amount of kids before they allow you to do it. You know what I'm saying? But like, what if a man is 25 and he just like, I know I don't want to be a parent. You know what I'm saying? But nope, you can't get a vasectomy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just think there are too many rules regarding something that she should be a personal choice. And, and you know what? You're not lying about that. Now, people probably like, how do you know that? Like, I first-handed have seen that. One of my mm-hmm. friends had one kid. I think he was 30. Mm-hmm. Went to the doctor. I want to have it by second. You only have one kid. What if your kid dies? He looked in the doctor's eyes and said, am I supposed to replace him? Then the doctor had to get his wife and him to sign a document, which, you know, women rule the world. We all got our off-duty supervisors. Shout out to them. You know, <laughs> women. Um, he had to get his wife to sign it. They say that he could have an, uh, a bisectomy. All the hoops he had to jump through. So they, they make it hard. Like you said, like, if a dude's 25, he's saying, I don't want to have no kids. Why not do it? I mean, having a bisectomy. I mean, because honestly, a vasectomy can be reversed. Getting your tubes tied can be reversed. So it to me, I feel like, because they can do a vasectomy where it's reversible or it's not reversible. And And I feel like if you are 25 years old and you say, I don't want to have no kids, you know what I'm saying? Then do the procedure where it can be reversed. Maybe later on, he will change his mind. So one of my friends did do it. He didn't get it reversed, right? Mm-hmm. He had three kids already. Uh, whatever happened with his significant other, he got a new girl. She wanted to have a kid. And they had to go make a decision. It is nutsack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I told him, fuck that. It's not worth it. I would have told him, we'll adopt. Uh, <laughs> they made a small decision and extracted the sperm and put it into her. So it can uh, obviously, when she was ovulating, and it worked. But I mean, so it's easy to do theoretically. Yeah. Fuck that. I would not do it. Like when you talk about putting scalpels and stuff, cutting scrotums and balls and ball juice nah hey look boo now i mean i have met some men some older men who have had vasectomies already and they're like i would get it reversed for you and i'm just like you know that's all well and good you know but i to me like if you've already made that decision to do so like you really didn't want no kid no more you know yeah because i i wouldn't want a woman having to go under the knife again for her to, you know, mm-hmm. reverse that. Because that's a that's just not like for y'all. That's not like a, it's not like, hey, I'm going to make a small decision. No, they open y'all up. Yeah. They have to cut where it was cauterized. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. That's just not like, hey, man, uh, that's an in and out procedure. No. Because, you know, cutting the closure, adding, like C-sections are horrible. And, yeah. You know, I, I don't, like, I don't have nothing against C-sections and stuff. I just... I don't like doctors that like try to promote it because you know, in the business yeah. we work in, once you have one, you can't have a vaginal birth anymore. 
Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like it's just, it's a lot with the woman body. I know we talking, we're doing a TED talk on this Roe versus Wade, but I know Kiki, uh, Kiki, Coco has some more stuff that's going to be funny. You know, I know this is uh, uh, a bad subject. It's a talking. strong topic. Yeah, but you have to talk about it because like it just happened. Talked about, right. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, you need some other people's perspective because you watch CNN and then it's like, yeah, okay. Like, because matter of fact, so before we even get off on it, my sister talked to me about it today. Mm-hmm. My sister in law. And you can tell that, like, she said it, but she didn't know, like, when you brought the topic, I was like, I wonder how she's going to bring it in. And I'm glad that you said it's been uh, reversed on a federal level, which means it's not legal in America. It's illegal in certain states. Right. So, yeah. So that's, I'm glad you brought that in because when she said it, I was like, no, that's not true. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's state decisions now to whether they want to either enforce it or they want to sit there and say it's illegal mm-hmm. so that's what a lot of people are like oh my god i can't like yeah you should be outraged but yeah. now mm-hmm. this is when you need to go back to your state senators the two that you have or how many people you have in the house of representatives and be like what the fuck <laughs> like, you know what i mean like because your state can sit there and say no we're still going to honor Roe versus Wade and we're going to sit there and allow women to have their choice. But if you live in the red state, like Texas, Georgia, this is when you start looking at, Hey, we need to pack the, you, you need to vote against your, with, with your interests and stuff. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, like that, like, I feel like now it's probably the most, and it's unfortunate, but it's the most clear it's probably ever been to me to like, pay attention to what people are promoting, you mm. know? Um, because at the end of the day, these are the people that are actually making the rules and the decisions. They may say this is a democracy and we take input from our constituents, but at the mm. end of the day, it's their decisions that govern us. You know what I'm saying? And the just like in the Supreme Court, like you had those three Republicans that, that voted against keeping keeping the Roe versus Wade decision. And maybe if those three people had have been Democrats, maybe we wouldn't be in this position. Yeah. But it, but we don't, at this point, we don't know. But we have to do our due diligence and pay attention to what our priorities are and put the people in place that have those same priorities facts because if they're not voting with you don't vote for them exactly yeah (laughs) i i get it like a lot of rich people love trump because he put money back in their pockets but for the disenfranchised the middle class people trump was not for them because the decisions that they making like roe versus wade is something like it affects the wealthy because the wealthy get abortions just like we do but the people who are most affected by this are the people who are poor because they may not have the resources to go to another state and get the abortion and the aftercare that they need from that. Because once they get that abortion, they can't come back to the state they live in and be like, I need care because they may be punished. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're not, you're not going to run down to the urgent care after going to Illinois and think like, oh yeah, like what's wrong with you? I just had an abortion. Man, get the fuck out. Like, 
Right. Or, or we're going to prosecute you. Right. So, You're going to yeah. get arrested. Yeah. So that's just crazy, right? That mm-hmm. a woman can go serve jail time making a decision about her body. That's, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild, man. And then, yeah. and then I, I want to see one thing I do want to see, right? Mm-hmm. You know how the celebrities and stuff, you know, they get on these just calls and stuff. I want to see what celebrities speak up. Yeah. What people's voices. Like, I want to see, you know, how they say keep politics out of sports. I want to see what the WNBA, the women's soccer team, I want to see what women say. I want to see yeah. what men say. I want to see what all y'all got to say. George Floyd, y'all all were talking. This, yeah. this, this, this is affecting women in America. So, like, me and you can say something, Coco. Yeah. A thousand people don't hear it, right? Yeah. LeBron James said 100 million people. Yeah. I want to hear what they have to say. So this is a call to action for them. Y'all got to speak up. Yeah. Y'all got, I got a daughter. Like, mm-hmm. So this is affecting her in the future. Obviously, she ain't think about that shit now because she can't have kids until she's 48. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, th- th- this is a like a time where people with kids that are girls specifically, y'all got to think y'all 10, 20 year plan from now because mm-hmm. anybody, anybody can have a slip up yeah uh what's what's sasha obama can have a slip up one day she's gonna be in a state that has abortion illegal now they have the means to sit there and make sure she gets one if need be but Mm -hmm. still nobody's exempt from this rich or black white yellow purple green this affects all women in america Mm -hmm. it's time to have these cats speak up yep and so you know i could really make a whole episode about this but I do want to move on to a lighter topic. I just definitely wanted to, to talk about this because I needed to get it out there about how I felt. And I may not sound like I'm super pissed off about it, but I am, I am upset at where this country is going because we do, we, we tend to find ourselves fighting for other people's liberties and here we are taking away our own liberties. And so are we really the land of the free? But you know, after this deep, I just wanna look, hold on. Mm-hmm. I just wanna I'll stand. I, I just had to play something to get the mood going, you know. Just, <laughs> I was just you know, play some gap there. Let's talk about this versus battle. <laughs> so next. You know, on to lighter things, um, the verses between Omarion and Mario. So my homegirl, Lala, last night had hit me up and was like, are you watching this versus? But it had to be like 11 something at night. I was like, no, I'm in the bed. So I was like, I'll watch it tomorrow on YouTube. So I haven't finished watching it, but I've seen a majority of it. Like I have an hour left to go. That shit was long as hell. I was really sitting there like, how much longer we got to go? But I do like those versus battle. You know, I pour me up a little drink, light some candles. You yeah. know, but that's neither here. You know, I digress. Go ahead. I do yeah, love me a good verse. Candles wasn't gonna work in this versus because it was the R and B thugs out there. Oh yeah, she was gonna yeah, need yeah, right, a right. and a, and maybe a, a smoke or something because they was yeah. acting like real Novembers out there. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they had a couple free blacks. You know what I mean? <laughs> With the cancel paper out, you already know yeah. <laughs> a couple Newports in the air. So it, it started out with, 
Ray J and Bobby Valentino on the team, and Pleasure P and Sammy as a team. Oh, now, the members of R&B. Yes. The bad boy of R&B. <laughs> and I was so not expecting Sammy to be out here acting like King Thug himself. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was literally I, I remember like a thug. No, so after you said it, I remember the clips because I didn't put two and two together because I seen the Ray J, seen Sammy. Because I'm like, damn, why? Well, I, I didn't even know because when you sent that, I'm like, ah, it was a versus. Man, Sammy, <laughs> if you're such a little ass now, uh, man, Sammy, I remember Sammy when he was young, Sammy. Right. <laughs> you, you, you know how your, your uncles and man, you're such a little ass now because you know you 35 now, thinking you grown. I remember changing your goddamn diaper. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I see Sammy. Sammy, if you don't sit your little ass down, if I pull out this damn belt, yes. <laughs> Sammy out there acting like a thug. And I I will not say this was a good versus. It was more entertaining. More entertaining than a versus because we all know Ray J is not a singer. Like he could oh, probably no. hold a note, but as oh, far that as and one wish was not hitting on nothing for him. And no, no, way, man. I done threw that one wish on a couple of tapes. So you just <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> but like, we got Sammy and Pleasure P off to the side trying to sing his songs. Like, Ray J was looking so annoyed and just so like, I'm <laughs> so okay. Ray, J, Ray J is entertaining. I don't care. Like, Ray J's rants, his, Ray J just, Brandy's brother is entertaining. Yes. All right, I'm not gonna lie to you. And um, Sammy made a point to be like, you know, shout out to this person, this person, shout out to Brandy's brother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? Because I see, like, yeah. we, we like that's disrespectful. Yes, Ray J is bigger than Brandy's brother, but I said to be facetious because I said no, he didn't call him Brandy's brother. He called him Brandy's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know they it it was just not a good show um but i will say uh pleasure p and sammy won that versus because yeah. and bobby v wouldn't have been as bad if he wasn't trying to be bobby v from the early 2000s um with the falsettos and whatnot like those were not his strong suits and he started out singing. I guess he was in a group. Like I didn't realize Bobby Valentino was in a group before. Oh, no, he, he was. Solo. I, was a, you know, what was a group? No, because he was. Because I remember. I remember this because somebody was talking about. Uh, I don't know what group he was in, but yeah, he was in a group prior to, and he was singing Blackberry Molasses. And no, I he was. Like, he wasn't. He Bobby Valentino, that's the the group he was in. I guess that was their song. Because I was really listening to it. Like, I know this song, but why is he singing this song? Like, why is this the first song he's singing? He was saying, like, because it was Tupac's favorite song. And I'm like, that's all well and cool, but no. Not for this. That wasn't for this. Yeah. No. So, like, the verses is interesting, right? Because I think when the quarantine first started happening like i remember i used to you know what my favorite verses hmm, i, I say the most like the brandy and uh monica 
Well, that wasn't, so they didn't go at each other, right? It more was a celebration. I don't think they was like trying to go. At, uh, well, I, I think they my, had their time at going at each other, honestly. Yeah, I mean, oh, I <laughs> thought it was going to be smoke in the city. I thought it was going to be some smoke because you remember back in the day, boy, they did not like each other. Uh-uh. But they evolved, right? Yeah, they have evolved. I, so my favorite one, I think Jeezy and uh, Gucci was my favorite. But they thought because I just like that up in that room. Yeah, yeah, that was like, yo, these, hey, them boys, hey, don't get it. Gucci man wasn't always a bit, not Gucci. Uh, well, Jeezy wasn't always a businessman, polished and buttoned up like he is. And right. Gucci, you know, he went to jail and came back and looked like he got a clone. So, you know, <laughs> that was one of my favorite. About that life, honestly. Oh, Gucci. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. 17, uh, not Mr. 17, uh, Guap, yeah, yeah, I think he still is. I just think it now he, after serving all that time in jail, he slowed down a little. Yeah, he I mean? slowed down, but I still doing, think doing a little stint in jail. I think if Jeezy was about that life, he would have been about that life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they both knew, like, man, it's bigger than us. I just think the verse is, like, it's entertaining. Right now, it's kind of played out because everybody back outside, you yeah. know, it's, it's 90 degrees yeah. in the PNW. So, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be outside. So, but I remember doing quarantine. I used to watch all the verses. And what was that, DJ? DJ Nice? D Nice? Yeah, I think so. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. He used to do the club quarantine. Mm-hmm. So, I, I will say, I probably. You, did, no, you never watched it? I've watched some of the verses, not all of them. Um, just you still was outside. You was overseas. No, England. We was inside. Oh, okay. inside, inside, okay. I'd outside, inside. In no capacity. Oh, also, also, y'all weren't outside at all. No, we we was like everything was shut down. Mm. So I was. So you still was. You saw- so you, could you still during that time were you able to like go to the store to to get your sipping with cocoa or yeah no? all we could do was go grocery shopping to medical and if you had to work to work but if you had the op- the option or the capability to work from home they highly recommended you work from home <laughs> but you know in our profession I still had to go my ass into work every day. Mm. Yeah, I missed that three months of working, teleworking, lying, saying my VPN was down. Even neither here, don't they? <laughs> shit, man, it should be working. I tried five times. I'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I didn't get to work from home during that time. But, um, like I said, I watched some of the verses. I didn't watch all of them. But, of course, it was definitely like super big when it first came out because he couldn't do nothing it was just like you know we can't go to no concerts we can't go outside so this is this is great but once outside started opening back up it was kind of like verse is no reason for a versus I mean I guess it's cool now because you can have an audience but I guess I don't necessarily like the idea of Cause like based on what I saw from this versus, 
it was just too much shit talking and not enough singing and the people doing the most shit talking was the worst singers. Mm. Yeah. Like, even with Omarion and Mario, like Omarion sounded horrible. Like he needs some voice lessons. Like he danced his ass off because that's what comes naturally to him. But singing don't come naturally to him. And it's like some of the songs he was singing, I was really like, what song is this? Until he said like certain things, like maybe he got to the hook or something. And then I was just like, oh, it's that song. You know what I'm saying? So like Omarion's not a good singer. Mm. And I heard Omarion, I guess, yeah, I can't. media and was like B2K, the B2K were literally his backup dancers. Like, no fool, you just the main dancer. Cause you ain't the main singer. <laughs> I really, besides B2K, mm-hmm. I can't name an Amari on song. Right now, if you would ask me to put a gun to my head, mm-hmm. I know Bobby Valentino's song. I know Mario. Mm-hmm. You should let me love you. That was my shit. Yeah. Still seen that to this day in the shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy, I know this song. I, name me two Mario songs right now in 10 uh, seconds. Touch and uh, oh, yeah. Icebox. Ah, <laughs> oh, get out. Okay. Now that you said, I know it. <laughs> like, I couldn't, like, nah. which one? Touch was probably one of his biggest. Touch. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, these kids now today, they don't, they don't, they don't remember, they don't remember that. I got this ice box where my heart used to be. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> But I, yeah. like, he wasn't, he just wasn't yeah. good. I, I don't think I never, I didn't put, no. But. And Mario, you know, Mario was killing it yeah. on the vocals. No, yeah, he's still good. He still got it. So, yeah. you know, some of the brothers just, you know, they. They need to hang it up, man, and just let it go. I mean, they got the versus bag. I'm pretty sure they got paid well, uh, yeah. but they got another truth. Well, I think uh, so. Let's get into some truth. You, you... <laughs> it was, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely like uh, uh, Ray J getting money out here. Yeah. He may not be singing, but he getting money out here. With oh, you a hustler with the scooty bikes and such. <laughs> yeah, the scooty bikes the. The, the Ray beats or Ray Quand or whatever the you know he 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 does a lot of ventures mm-hmm. yeah but um all of his money is not he ain't getting rich off the music I'm gonna tell sure you that right sure because yeah. really like yeah. honestly like some of the songs that Ray J was singing I don't think I knew none of the songs except for um the song he did with Youngberg Sexy Can I um One Wish and the other songs I was kind of just like, I don't necessarily know if I know. I was really confused as yeah, to universes. Uh, yeah. How many songs you got? Yeah, and that's what the thing with verses. You got to start putting people on there with a catalog, you know? Like, yeah, but right I, now, think, I think I feel like they ran through scraping. all the people who really had catalogs. Yeah, because now you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you had put Marcus Houston up there. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So Yeah, I feel like Marcus Houston could have actually been a part of 
Uh, but I'm not going to say this versus because I don't feel like he about that thug life. No. But um, Marcus Houston got some songs. His new album was dope, too. If you yeah, check, check it out. Like, it's, it's talk about Yeah, he got a new album out right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's decent. It's decent. Yeah, I mean, I ain't going to sit there and say he's Grammy worthy. Uh, yeah, Grammy worthy. But yeah, it was decent. Like, it showed his growth and his progression. So I think Marcus Houston, you know, he was always one of my favorites and stuff. And yeah. like I said, I put a lot of mixtapes. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, these new verses that are coming out right now, I think we're scraping the bottom of the barrel because all your big name A list, hell, your B list, like, they did it. Yeah, they did. Did Tank ever do it first? I don't know if he ever did a versus, but he was definitely on this one. Okay. <laughs> um, but Cause I think, because I think, what'd you say? No, go ahead. No, I just you know, because I always feel one of my favorite R and B singers, and I ain't gonna say <coughs> he's better than <clears throat> any R and B singer, but I think he's underrated. Is Tank. <clears throat> Yeah, Tank. Yeah, one of my favorite songs by him is underrated. So you know, mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, Tank is Tank is good. Genuine did one too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now Genuine. Now you can't tell me Genuine. Genuine was but I had seen Genuine in concert, and I was very upset because his backup dancers were singing the damn songs or backup singers. I'm like, if I wanted to hear their asses, I would pay for their asses, but I paid to hear your ass. Oh, was he? He's still out there doing shows. Yeah, he be doing shows. <clears throat> now, one thing. Now, oh, one I didn't. Thing I, now you should know, know all of these art, I mean, all of these old artists. They will get out there and go and make a bag. How much was the ticket? Well, it was a, a group effort, so it was a genuine Drew Hill one twelve. It, it was a collaboration type tour. Yeah, you know oh my I god! I might have paid like a hundred some dollars for the ticket. I, I, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, cause you know that that touched my soul when you said all those artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I went to go see Drew Hill twice within within a six month period, cause Drew Hill was a part of that tour. So I went to see them in Hawaii, and then when I was in Chicago, Drew Hill was performing at the uh, House of Blues, and I bought VIP tickets. So that I could actually meet them. They still look the same. I mean, you know, they look the same. They besides the big one, everybody yeah. looks the same. Oh, oh, and minus that new dude, because Woody ain't in the group no more. Yeah, I know Woody not in the group no more. Yeah. The big dude, he still was there. Huh? He still was there, the big dude. Yeah, yeah, he was sitting down, but he was there. <laughs> he, he couldn't do you know, the bounce right. no more. Yeah, yeah. He's singing his little heart out. Oh, he still can sing? Oh, yes. He could sing, sing. Okay. Yeah, he was still out he there. Sing. He just couldn't move. Damn. Mm-hmm. Got to be more careful. Yeah, uh, he uh, sit uh. down. But you got to come back on the show and redeem yourself next time, though. And I want you to go, go, go. All that uh, wave cap wanted. That's his, <laughs> <laughs> That's his alternate. Rag Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> what he said, what wave cap wanted would do, 
What the fuck? <laughs> like, that that's your like, alien. Who, who is that? <laughs> Wave Cat Wandy. Man, but it's always, man, thank you for letting me come on the show. I hate that you gotta edit so much because of this internet, but you know, I'm in my in-laws house and you know. They don't got the best internet. You know, I think they're on the basic plan, but that's, <laughs> that's why I'm talking low so they don't hear me. Um, but, you <laughs> know, as always, man, hey, kick in with Coco. Y'all got to go check her out, man. Uh, make sure y'all go check out Skeeting with Pete. She started feeling a little better, you know. But, you know, when you started stuttering, oh, that's when I was like, yeah, this the, this the Coco I want. Hopefully I do to listen to that show. God, please. <laughs> Cause I, uh, yeah, y'all go, y'all go listen to the sucking the skeet out of Pete on the <laughs> mentors episode last week. Yeah. Uh, you know they was they was coming at me. I was being too professional and politically correct. Um, but, I like this. I like this new Cardi Oprah. <laughs> but you know, like I said, I'm trying out something something different where I'm not as uh politically correct all the time like y'all gonna get my my true life thoughts but um you know chip t you want to go ahead and let everybody know where they can follow you at on social oh man uh chip t underscore 904 on instagram make sure you check out the page ims podcast and i want to say from the bottom of my heart man i really appreciate you for letting me come on your platform and say i know you got a lot of your sisters and queens out there you know doing they doing a diligence mm-hmm. uh, so i know once i get back from this little business trip i gotta go on we definitely gotta hit up a podcast convention uh i think black podcasts need a little bit more uh exposure um mm-hmm. you know you got the joe rogan's of the world and all those cats man but you know you're gonna come listen to us get the raw the realness and, and just come laugh man enjoy life and you know, put this on, but make sure you would be remiss not to tell a friend to tell a friend to go check out the Kiki with Coco podcast. And then, you know, just once you play it, send it to a friend. That okay. friend send it to a friend. You know what I mean? Because it's all about growth and exposure. And, and you know, it, it's just fun to be on here with Kiki and with Coco, a good sister. You know, I'm glad to see your growth, queen. And, you know, and, 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 you know, and as always, you already know, you're the first lady of the, you know, irresponsible mentors. Nobody going to take your place. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you come back on that, you give them hell. All right. Yes, I'm coming back and I'm coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. Wave to the But yes, y'all make sure y'all tune in to the irresponsible mentors, the IMS podcast. You're going to definitely get some good laughs. You know, I appreciate y'all for continuously supporting me and my endeavor with the podcast. It's definitely been encouraging to continue to do this, even though it's not as easy as you would think it is. So, um, you know, y'all. Hey, you, don't, you, you don't even want to tell them what time of the morning it is. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> are low right now, but we good. We living. We vibing. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm literally probably about to pass out soon as we say good day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, podcasting is, is not as easy as you would think, but it's something that I enjoy. So again, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Y'all can follow me on the social medias, all the social medias at Kiki and Wakoko. You can get on my website, 
you know, see what I got going up on there. Keep up to date with all the episodes. And then, you know, again, I appreciate y'all. So until next time, bye.